podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to the Forever Arsenal podcast. Game week one is out the way. We got three points in the bag, a 2-1 win over Nottingham Forest. I hope everyone is all good and all well and everyone enjoyed football returning this weekend and the big three points because to start the season, it is a big three points. We'll get into the performance because there's quite a bit to debate about the pros, cons, positives, negatives and so on. And as usual, it's Jordan, Lee and James in the building. Hit the like button, people. Let's get up to a thousand. And lads, I think we should just get straight into it because we've got a little bit to cover. Um, football is back. Premier League returns. Arsenal get the first win out of the way at the Emirates um, against Nottingham Forest. It probably wasn't the way we all expected the game to to go, but we all expected the W at the end, and that's what we got. So I want to hear whether you are focused more on the result at this stage of the season or the performances and if it potentially worried you or not. Um, James Lee, we've spoken and I've heard your points of view, so I'm going to start with Jordan today. Um, Jordan, 2-1 Nottingham Forest, stack a goal, Eddie and Ketia gets a goal. What do you make of it? 14 more goals to go. I see that. I see a couple <laughs> of people. <laughs> um, you want to up the bet or is 20 times good enough? <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm pushing it at 15, so let's leave it at 15. <laughs> um, listen, jo- the, the job, job done in terms of uh, first win of the season. That's, that's the most important thing. Um, get the three points, um, and, and you know we and we did that. The starting eleven was interesting. When I when I saw that come through, I thought, hmm, okay, um, this is. <laughs> I, I didn't. Listen, I wasn't mad at it, but I didn't love it either. Um, but you know we got the win, so seeing Partey at right back was a was a was a mad one. Um, but I must say, my preferred centre-back partnership actually this season, I think I said a couple of weeks back, was actually Saliba and White. Um, so seeing that was interesting. And that's not because Gabriel didn't have a good year last year, or was not a good defender. I just think White is better centre-back than he is at right-back. Um, what do you... Yeah. On, that, on that point, because you you raise a good point, and it's one of the, the talking points from the game, but... You know, that was a big change, Partey being right back, Gabriel not starting the game for the first time since August 2021. Um, mm. I think it's 73 appearances straight. And he's only second to Paul Merson in terms of um, concurrent appearances for Arsenal Football Club. So you can see how important Gabriel's been to Mikel Arteta. What did you make of this change? Turkish, I don't know. Actually, I, I don't know what I make of it. It's It's what I wanted, but I don't know why Arteta did it. There was no injury concern. Um, th- there was no fallout, as far as I'm as far as I'm aware of. So it was really, really weird with the with the Partey positioning as well. You can only think that maybe he was experimenting and just thought at this early point in the season at home to Forest, that's the time to try something. I genuinely have no idea. So I'd love to hear you guys if you have a theory on this. But I think in terms of the game itself, good first hour, dominant, in control completely. Look, I'm not going to lose my head because uh, it's the first, first game of the season, but we can't give cheap goals away like that throughout the season at home. I think we all said it in the last pod. Our home record last year was was very good, but we still conceded way too many cheap goals. That goal, the goal itself, that can't go in. I'm sorry, if you're going for the Premier League title, that goal can't be scored. It just can't be scored. A guy can't run 70 yards up the pitch of the Emirates, cut back, and then and then they score. That, that just can't happen. So for me, I was really angry about, about that. You know, my target for the season, 19 clean sheets, is, is still there. But those are the sorts of goals. I, I saw um, a clip someone sent me um, of uh, Robbie talking about the fact that it was only the first game of the season. Calm down, relax. It's the first game of the season, yes. But I think it was concerning that City had a harder game away from home and kept a clean sheet, whereas we had the easier game and didn't and, and, and conceded a cheap home goal. And I think that it's the first game of the season, yes. But I think that there's something to be worked on there because if that happens during the, 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 the middle, middle part of the season, for example, that game could end 2-2. And you've gone from being dominant and killing the team at home to now dropping two points. So I'm not going to lose my head completely over the goal conceded. But I think there's lessons to be learned there that we just... If you can't score the third, don't concede. Take a 2-0. 
How important is that? Because I, I'm more with you. I know it's the first game of the season. Robbie's right there. But how important is it to send the message in, in not only the first game, but the, your start to the season? Because everyone's expecting now Arsenal to be up there. You know, we've just come off our best season in a while where, you know, we led the way for however many days that we keep being reminded about by opposition fans. So I think it was very important to send the message. Now, don't get me wrong. I've just read recently that, you know, we've won four of our, of our last five opening day fixtures. And prior to that, we had won two of nine. So we've made improvements in that sense. And you can see that in the transfer window because we've approached the transfer window proactively. We've we've added into areas where we finally need, whereas previously to the last four or five years, we we haven't really been doing that. And the proof's mm-hmm. in the pudding. Only winning two of nine and then four or five, you can see an improvement there. So on one hand, there's an improvement and three points is very important compared to what we used to go into the seasons like. But I just wanted to send a message. I, to be honest, I didn't I, even think that Man City had the harder fixture. I just thought, get a clean sheet, get a few goals and let the league know that we are back this season and we are going for it. And as much as you can't take everything from that first game, we didn't really send that message. Just just to respond before the boys come in, I think I, I don't agree that I think a message in terms of a clean sheet was needed. I think we saw last year, you can start the season on fire, but it's not how you start, it's how you finish, right? So I think the three, the three points was the message. The, the clean sheet and performance, I'm, I'm less... I think, I think that's less about a message. I think it was more just about winning the game and getting the three points. However, I think that a clean sheet, in terms of our own uh, form... I think was it was it would have been important. So I was a bit disappointed that they they, they got that goal, but I don't think a two nil would have made teams think, oh wow, Arsenal on this team versus a two one. I just think internally, I think for us, it's important that we are defensively, um, you know, better than we were, and also Saka doing Saka things. Yeah, yeah we're gonna get into that. Lee, what, you was man? at the game. Um, yeah. I believe you was the only one at the game here. Yeah. Um, how was it? I mean, I, I do want to touch on the whole ticket. Yeah, issue later on in the show, but we've started on, on the performance yeah. on the on the ninety minutes, so we might as well stick there. What do you make of it? Did it important to send a message or not? Gabriel not starting. I mean, yeah. Well, listen, I, I think at the end of it, you know, um, Arteta got lucky. I think he was very very fortunate. I think like the the, the team that he picked. I, I said at the beginning, weren't happy with it. I weren't happy with the the party one at right back. You got. I think at the end of the day, defensively. Was all over the shop um, for the whole game. First and foremost, this was a team that come with no ambition to score. They played uh, all low box and all that. Ninety-one percent in the first fifteen minutes we had, and they get the first chance one on one, and they should have scored. Actually, Ramsdale done quite well. Watched it again yesterday. He come out and done very very well. There's all this stuff, all this talk. I've heard it over the last year. It's very very important to have a left sided defender. Very, very important. We've got to get one in. All right? Partey, right-footed. Ben White, right-footed. Saliba, right-footed. Timber, right-footed. The whole back that, four, that is a twist. <laughs> the whole back four, not one left-sided player in there. Right? Why? Because I think, and I've had a big beef with it, with, with, with Robbie, big argument about it. He had to get in Kai Havertz in this game. The only way he could get him in was either to play him up top or do what he did. And that was to change the midfield around to get him in like, you know. Not having a go at Kai Havertz, I am saying this is his man. He's got to try and get him in like, you know. And I think it's going to cause problems, problems at this moment in time. You know, in fact, thinking about it, Tommy Asu come on as well, like, you know, is he two-footed or can we actually say he's predominantly right-footed right. as well? He's like? predominantly right, but he's good with his predominantly left. Predominantly right. So, so this obsession of left-sided defenders, which we've been going for, like, doesn't matter um, in the first game of the season, like, you know. I can't believe Gabriel was left out of the side. I know, I know for, for me, I, I guarantee you he won't be against Crystal Palace. I honestly think that he's looked at it, he's, he's looked at the game and... Um, he got it right in in a in in, in a way that he knew that uh, Nottingham Forest were going to show no ambition. It meant that we was going to have a lot of the play. Listen, it's a little bit like the ticket thing. If it's not broken, don't you know what I mean? Like fix it. I think at the end of the day, we should have just kept the same back four. Thomas Party could have 
dominated from midfield. Who knows? At the end of the day, I look at that performance and I think it was it was very, very big. It weren't a very, very impressive performance. But I've seen other teams uh, over the weekend play very, very well and not win games of football. So at the end of it, what's the most important thing? Performance or results? It's always a result, you know. But looking at it, the bigger picture, it's just one game. I... I was always banging on last season. You know, if we don't sort out our defensive side at home, it will come back and bite us. It did come back and bite us at the end, you know what I mean, with defeats and draws against teams that we should have beaten. So for me, I think lessons have got to be learned. My biggest worry at this moment in time is is Mikel Arteta, that he's not experienced enough to, to manage a big squad at the moment. There are players in there that, that are there. And... My biggest beef, and I, I, I said this the other day as well, you know, we was, we was in the pub talking about, if Trossard was a £70, £80 million pound player, would he be doing what he's doing to him? You know what I mean? I think he deserves to play. I thought he'd done very, very well when he came on night. But, you know, Eddie gets the nod. And the other thing is, again, I'm going to say this now. I, I've seen it. It was in the pub, people criticising Eddie. Oh, yeah, he scored, but he'd done nothing else. Right? Well, if he da- if he scores and does nothing else for thirty eight games, he gets thirty eight goals, right? Everybody's going to turn around and go thirty eight goals. Cool. That's hundred million pound player. It, it, football is is a funny game. It's funny, you know. Um, I, I didn't think Eddie play play well. I don't think we play that fluent stuff with Eddie. But I tell you what, I thought he took his goal really well. I, I, you know, it was a good finish. So, um, you know, and it, I. I, I I do think that, you know, Kai Abbott's I thought done okay, but like I see him getting lots of pelters on online and things like that. I felt that he slowed the play down a little bit, but he was very, very unlucky with a couple of crosses and a couple of passes that didn't go his way. I didn't think it was an inspiring performance, boys. I'll be honest. I, I, I didn't. I thought Forrest will look at themselves. I think their manager, Cooper, will look at himself and kick himself that he didn't go 10, 15 minutes earlier than what he did, because I think if they did, they probably would have gone on and got saying out of the game. Uh, the, the other thing is that from, from me, Mikel reacted far too late to the to their substitutions. You know, party was getting um well got skinned on that right hand side and 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 I'm gonna say this now, this is where Martinelli gets should get a lot more praise. If Martinelli's in that on that right hand side, that don't go that don't go to a 50, 60, 70 yard run. He comes back and stops it. Saka couldn't get back there. Um, you know, Martinelli, by the way, if there was a plus and a real big plus in the game, I thought he was outstanding for, for 70 minutes until he came off. The work rate of that kid is is unbelievable. Um, but but the positives are we, we didn't play well and we won the game. And um, I, I thought Declan Rice looked very, very good in, in what he'd done. Uh, the front three um, done the business as far as I'm concerned. Eddie scored and, and the two wide players, you know, the Sackers goal unbelievable and the lovely little bit of skill from Martinelli but I look at that defensive side of it and all that and I think you Mikel again I've always said it very very lucky manager and he got away with it again (laughs) James um, Lee's kind of delved into a lot there Jordan did the same so it's up to you where you start but um, I'm on a different I'm on a different page to everyone let me ask let me ask the panel this is how good a performance is dependent purely on how many chances you have. Um, it de- I, I think performance. I, I think it, it differs for the opposition. I think mm. at home, yeah. against, at home against Nottingham Forest. I think part of a good performance is being able to create enough chances to win the game comfortably. Yeah. So I think in that metric, whatever, however you might, you know pure chance creation, shots, whatever. Yeah, I thought Arsenal were a bit underwhelming. I don't think we were that pretty, really. I didn't feel like we could just slice them open whenever we wanted, and we saw a lot of that last year. Other than that, I, I'm sorry, everyone. I disagree. I thought Arsenal were good. Not great. Nothing special. I thought we were good. I thought off the ball. You said we were a mess defensively, Lee. I disagree. I think every time it looked like we lost the ball in the middle and they were they had the opportunity to counter and come our way, the way Pimba, Rice, Havertz included, Partey, Erdegaard, Martinelli smothered them to win that ball back. They had two chances in that game. Brendan Johnson at 0-0. That was poor. That was a poor bit of defending. 
but it was kind of like a header and Saliba was caught out of position because he won the header before. That wasn't great, but that's why you have a, a goalkeeper to do their job and Ramsdale did his job, made it difficult. And the goal, I was disappointed with the goal as well because I didn't like how lacklustre we were in the second half in particular. I thought we were just kind of cruising and I felt we needed to step it up, get that third. We nearly did with Rice on a couple of occasions um, and there were a couple of openings we should have done better with. But that, that's kind of the extent of my criticisms. Off the ball, I thought we were pressing really well in the first half. I thought the intensity was great. I thought some of the possession in tight areas, some of the combinations, the football was superb. Um, and like I just mentioned, some of those chances, we forget Martinelli, who I agree was outstanding. But if he rolls it across the floor to Nkeke, that's another goal. He goes to the outside of the ball quite high. You know, so there were moments, there were openings. We just, it didn't always convert to a shot or, uh, or forcing that turn into a big save. But I thought Arsenal were genuinely pretty good. Fine. I mean, at, at minimum, I'll give them a six out of ten. I don't think that's reflective of what everyone else thinks on the podcast, but I genuinely thought we were we were okay. Forrest did nothing. They really, they genuinely, okay, not nothing because they scored a goal, but very, very, very little. And I think last year when we were worrying about our defence, I think it's because we kept getting caught in transition. You know, I remember we beat Everton 4 and I always go back to this example, but they had like three chances on the counter before we scored. And I didn't feel like this was that kind of game. And I refer to, and I'm not saying Turkish, you hold the same opinion as me, but I refer to you on the watch along, even when they got one back, you were saying, yeah, okay, but I'm, I'm not worried. And I think that was reflective of the fact that the rest of the game, nothing had happened and we had no reason to worry. So I didn't mind the defensive performance. I didn't mind the performance in general. I thought the new shape, I, you know, Arteta was trying to get as many technicians in the team as possible. He basically... I was about to say play with the back three. He played with the back one or two because Timber would invert, White would overlap. Saliba was the only one who basically actually had a fixed position to stay quite defensive and, and you know, hold that line. Uh, everyone else was here, there and everywhere. Um, the experiment, I could see what he was trying. I don't think it's, I think it still needs a few more weeks in the oven. I'm not sure I want to see it too much, but it was okay. Um so I just take a lot of positives and I just look back at um, the Centurions and their opening three games from last season, uh, from that 17, 18 season. We're no Centurions, but they are the, you know, the team that got the most points in a Premier League season ever. They opened with a 2-0 win at Brighton. Okay, decent win. They then drew 1-1 at, Ever at home to Everton. And then it took a 97th minute winner from Raheem Sterling to win away at Bournemouth. That's a really nice opening three games. And they only took seven points out of nine and nearly dropped four points in the opening three games. So I'm not that worried about the fact that we don't look fully, fully at our best. If anything, we maybe peaked too early last year. Actually, last year's, and sorry, last point, Turkish. Last year, our opening three games, we conceded two goals to Leicester in the opening uh, home game. And then we won 2-1 against Fulham with a last-minute goal and 2-1 against Villa. So we weren't perfect at home in the opening five last year either. So let's all... I'm not saying let's calm down because I don't think anyone here is losing it. Um, but I just think it's fine. I think there are plenty of positives to take and improvements to make too. Sorry, before you come in, sir, can I just ask, is the difference, James, not though that there's expectation this year? Last season, yeah. those games, you're right. We wasn't we wasn't overly convincing, but the target was top four. So a slowish start or a bit of a tentative start is okay if you're if the target is fourth. When you're trying to win the league and compete against the monster, every single detail. And I, I said, the first games, I'm not going to lose my head, but every single detail, you know, needs to be needs to be covered. Is that the, not the difference? I want to say something. Contra uh, this is a little controversial. I don't think City were any better than us in that first game. Genuinely. I thought they scored the early goal and that settled them. Then I saw Burnley cutting through them. I saw I saw them looking really sloppy in possession. I think Burnley, if they a little bit of a better touch when they're through on goal, a little bit, and they could have got one back. Harlan's unbelievable. They showed their quality. They got the second and then they got the third. But I I, I thought I thought they were fine. I thought we were fine. Like, I, 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 I agree, but the fact that they can go away to a team, albeit a promoted team, and I agree, not play particularly great and still have a 3-0 in their back pocket, that, that yeah. I would say it's concerning, but that's something that I think should be noted. Do the Haaland I mean? effect. Uh, I, I don't think many other strikers score those goals. True. It's so special. And, and, and look, that's what we're up against, okay? And I get it. And I'm not saying we're at their level. I'm not saying everything's great and, you know, nothing's... I, I, 
that performance left quite a bit to be desired too. But I just think there were plenty of positives. There were, at times, some of the football we were playing, the way we were pressing, I thought these guys are really intense and switched on. And I was, I was just happy to see that as well. This isn't me doubling down on the on the negatives of it because I don't think it's right to do that, especially in game week one. But uh, James, you did make a comparison to City and the Centurions. Yeah, I think it's probably the wrong comparison. I think we're, we're better off using Liverpool as the comparison because Liverpool are the only one to break this Man City dominance in the last however many years. And, yeah, and I think off the top of my head, when Liverpool started that season and the way they won it, if, they, they won it pretty much steamrolling their way through. Off the top yeah. of my head, there was a game there where it was a way to Bournemouth or a way to Southampton where they were 2 0 up, conceded with like 15 to go. And aside from that result, every they beat us 3 1, they beat Chelsea away 2 1. It was an opening day win against Norwich 4 1. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, That's good comparison, yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's it, you know, compared to Liverpool, we've got no chance because it's game week one. Of course, we've got a chance. But I think I think when you look at the predictions as well, 4-0, Jordan 4-1, Lee 3-0, and then James went for a 3-1, but he added, he added a nervy 3-1. I think that goes a long way in explaining the reaction, the individual mm. reactions of us all. Three of us thought comfortable victory. It's Nottingham Forest, get the job done, three, four goals. One of us fought a few goals in it, but it'll be a it'll be a nervy affair. That's a, actually that's a great point. I think maybe expectation as well because you're right. I, and I did I did add that context of three one, but I think it'll be one of those awkward ones. That's almost nearly exactly what it was. Yeah. Damn, I, I'd have loved that three points. Don't be trying to claim any more points. I don't know how you guys feel, but I thought, oh, I've got a great chance of getting this 3-0 here. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe 3-0 I've gone too low. I thought, like, you know, I'm thinking 4-0. Didn't you see the watch along, Lee? I've done a knee slide when when our knee scored. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. (laughs) Doesn't that show that you were quite encouraged by the performance at one point? I I, I wasn't encouraged. I I, I actually said at half-time, I don't think we've done that. We, We haven't, we've, we haven't played that well. And I, I was looking forward to maybe an improvement in the second half. It didn't happen. Maybe yeah, because Timber went down early in the second half as well. I think that maybe have something to do with it. I just felt it was, it was like, if I'll be really honest, and I'm not being critical when I say, it, I, I think it was like, I'll, um, you get over on, on, on a game for, for a game and the manager goes, right, I'm playing you here, playing it. It didn't seem like there was no cohesion to the, to the performance and whatever. Um, a like party in midfield with daylight and okay. looking around and all that. Like, I think when you, you know, listen, and I, I mean this sincerely, if we play Spurs, you ain't going to see party at right back. When we play Man United in a, in a couple of weeks, and we're not going to see party right back. He was looking at it, uh, the, the 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 way that they played and to see 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 something um, to try something different. I, I get that. I'm not I'm not criticising that and all that like, but sometimes I, I feel you can be a little bit too clever. I, I feel it was a poor, not a poor performance because we won. The, the, the opposition just didn't give us, they, they had no ambition from, from the word go. I know we're going to get, have to get teams like that. But what I'm saying is if a team comes with a little bit more go and a little bit more class to it, and I'm not having a go at Forest here because I think when they did, they caused us all sorts of problems in that last 20 minutes. And, and we had to change. You know what I mean? Like, he had, if if Arteta did not get that defensive situation sorted, they would have beaten us. They would have I gone... Did I did not that see it that way. I really didn't. Oh, yeah, it, I, I, well, I, I'm did very fortunate. Games, they scored and then nothing. Nothing yeah, else happened. He stopped it. He, he yeah, went back... Happened and before that either. They scored on the counter. We had a corner. And they went up the other end. And it's poor, not, it's, it's poor it's defending. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. Ben White was causing him all sorts of problems in the first half. He's going past him all the time. You know what I mean? Ben White was having to come over and stretch. Honestly, look, maybe because you see it differently like on the TV. I don't know. Like, I'm not having it. But I am, yeah, telling maybe, you, yeah. I am telling you that Arteta was not happy. I, I'm, I'm fortunate I don't sit for, that far away from him. He weren't happy with what was going on. Because it, it didn't go to the way he thought it was going to go to plan. If I'll be yeah. honest, you know what I mean? Like, you know. And 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 once I think they had a little bit of a warning before that when he when he burst past party, and then but they scored. As soon as they scored, he, he I, honestly James. As soon as they scored that goal, he went right. I change it. Got, 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 get uh, 
get so-and-so, get it changed. You know what I mean? And I thought from that point of view, yeah, then, then I thought we was comfortable again. Like I, I, I'm telling you, if it had kept it the same, we, we would, they would have would have scored again. Like, you know, and, and it did make it nervy. But the one thing I will say, and I'm positive, and I really want to get to a positive is that once it went to one, even though it went for five, six, I weren't like panicking, like, oh, blow the whistle and all that. I felt yeah. that we, we, we see that game out well after that. Thomas Party went back into the midfield with and, uh, with, with Rice, and and we, we shut up shop. Maybe could have done that earlier, and, and maybe got a three 0 or a four 0 win. But look, listen, it is about getting results, and it's about getting the perform performances come second. I, I think if you, you look at last season, and, and we went to Crystal Palace at the first game of the season got the two goals and then defended very, very well. And it was a very, very good away performance at Texture. That's what we've got to do again on on, um, on Monday now, isn't it? Like, you know, so yeah, a whole week away. A whole week away. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd be very, very shocked if it isn't Gabriel White, Saliba and who's ever comes in at left back now. I'm not sure if uh, Tim is going to be fit. But I, I, I do think that at the end of the day, I don't know how Gabriel's feeling about that. I, I really don't like, you know. I just think, was he was he the easiest one to to drop out? Of but I will say, out of all of those defenders, the one that I don't think is comfortable. I have criticised him for this. Is is him? He's not as comfortable on the ball as all those other defenders. So maybe that, you know, when uh, Jordan was saying why he was left out, I think that it was nothing to do with his defending. I think it was just that the others are more comfortable on the ball than him. Let me bring one of the positives that. I, I think I need to talk about, Lee mentioned it earlier, and that's Eddie and Ketia. And in my fan cam, I mentioned that. I, I believe that Eddie starting up top is part of the reason why we didn't create as many chances as I would have mm. hoped. I, I'd expect that with a Trossard up top, we would have created more chances. But if Eddie does start, take your chances. I mentioned in the community show that Havertz miss, how important that can be in certain games in the league, how important the first goal is. And, you know, missing that could lead to you missing out on three points, missing out on, you know, any points. So Eddie got his one chance in that first half and he took it. And as much as I have doubts about Eddie and everyone knows that, he's part of the team again this season. He's got the contract, he's got the number and he's got the confidence. He put out a post on Instagram saying, start as you mean to go on. Mikel Arteta mentioned, I think it's in the post-match interview where, you get some players that moan and feel sorry for themselves. You get some players that tell you why they should be playing and are on your heels about it. So everything right now is lined up for Eddie to have a big season. It, it, and I think it needs to be, you know, big in a way. I'm not asking for 15, 20 goals like, like Jordan maybe, but I'm asking for when you are relied upon, especially against Nottingham Forest, when you get a chance, put it in the back of the net. And that's exactly what he's done. I do want to touch Saka and Martinelli too, because their moments of magic, you know, won us the game. But, Eddie, you know, I I didn't say it in the fan cam. He took his chance. And it, in my opinion, it was very important because if Forrest a few minutes before that take the lead, that could be a very different game. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a 1-1 if Forrest take the lead, the way Forrest was set up. They missed their chance. We take our chance and we get over the line with it. Like Lee said, I wasn't too worried come the end of it, even though Forrest got a goal back. I think we saw the game out pretty well. Um, but as yeah. well as Eddie... Go on, go on, James. No, I, I'm, you know, I think you're right on Eddie. Um, I think two things can be true. And I think people sort of, I don't know why they get so defensive. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying we maybe aren't as fluid as an attacking outlet with Eddie, but yeah. maybe we need fewer chances to score with Eddie. Like, maybe that's true too. Um, it's funny because <laughs> I want to be, I want to say it's right before everyone gets on to me, but Eddie's shot, you know, it, 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 it took a deflection away from Turner. I think maybe Turner's saving it. And then I thought there was maybe a cutback. So in the moment, I wasn't sure we made the right decision. But like, who cares? Who cares? He scored. Because when he got near goal, and we don't have enough players who do this, I think when he did see the goal, he thinks, hit one. And there was another moment where, again, I don't think the angle was on, but he just went to smack it. And I can't remember what I have. I can't remember if it was a block or whatever. I remember thinking that twice in the game. But I, I do like that. Like, he's just... Oh, no, sorry. I remember what it was. Turkish, it was that uh, through ball and he was offside. He was miles offside. Oh, me. yeah, yeah. Because his mindset was, put me into goal, put me through to goal. And actually, I think I think Asaka thinks, 
like, let me hold the line, roll me in, and hopefully there's a cutback. So he's just got a different mentality. He wants to get to goal that bit quicker. Um, but that's fine. You know, maybe we don't have enough of that. And he, like you said, he scored and he took his chance. And that's actually exactly the kind of goal we want him to score. Be in the penalty area, because it might get a little bit messy. It might need a little bit of a moment of magic. Martinelli provided that, but he was there just to lash it home, hit the target and put it in the back of the net. So I'm really happy for Eddie. And he's got, he must have, and I think we're understanding more and more why Teta likes him. He must have the most incredible mentality and like mental strength and attitude towards, you know, not being happy being on the bench. He was apparently very disappointed he didn't start the Community Shield, but he apparently trained superbly and said to Arteta, you know, you've got to get me in this team and I'm going to show that on the training pitch. And I think you, when you hear that kind of thing, you sort of think to like, under 15s football, you know, train well, you're getting the team. And you kind of think our oh, professional football doesn't surely doesn't work like that to a degree because you look at what they're doing in the 90 and the friendlies and all that. But there will be an element of that. They will be looking at how they're training, how sharp they're looking, how switched on. And if it is that, as Arteta said, that's got him in the 11, um, then credit to him because a lot of people might sulk. How easily could he just say, I want to move? You know what? I'll look for another club. Is there another Premier League? I want the minutes. But he, he, he keeps fighting, and I've got him huge credit for that. You, you can't you can't criticise his attitude. You can't. I, I, I'll be really honest. Some, I think it's a stat. Or work, work rate. I think his stat is like his last 16 home games when he started, he scored 14 goals. I think there's a stat going about like yeah. that, which is incredible. But I actually see him in America. We know when we, we, um, uh, we played um, the All-Stars, he come off at half-time, and they were doing a workout in this at half time doing some training I, I looked at it Saka was going through the motions and he was really really putting it in and I I, I, I said look look at him he's really you know like they, they were running to the to the 18 yard box coming back and then sprinting to the to the halfway line Saka was putting it in but not going full pelt he was putting it in the whole bit like you know what I mean and <clears throat> if you're a manager like I, I was impressed by it by watching I think oh, he really wants it but if you're his manager, his manager looking at him, and if he's doing that in training, look at, look at him. He's really putting it in. He really wants it and everything like that. I think at the end of the day, we all know Eddie's not the greatest striker, but he, I think he's going to walk away from Arsenal whenever he does. And I, I admire him for this. He, he's going to turn around and say, do you know what? I might not have done it, but I give it every every inch of my, my ability. I'll give it my best shot. And... You know, at the end of the day, you, you can't argue with that, like you know, and um, and I, I I do I do feel that the, that there is a sort of campaign against him. But do you know what? In, in the stadium, if he does something, <laughs> he does a foul, or he makes a runner, he has a shot, the fans get right behind him. You know, there is that, um, the, you know, the Eddie Eddie thing, like you know. So I I just think he's always going to be crit criticised for some reason. I don't know why, but at the end of it, you, Turkish pulls it. Exactly right. Their chance, they miss our, our first chance we score. And and that first goal is a massive, massive thing to, to win a game of football. Listen, 15 goals, Eddie's going to prove all you guys wrong, yeah? Eddie's going to be the guy. And the, I mean, it makes me think of Theo Walcott. I think he'll have a Theo Walcott type career. He's never going to be a legend. He's going to have some ups and downs. I mean, the same way we chant Theo by his first name, we chant Eddie by his first name. It's a comparison there. Yeah, yeah. But I just think he's going to be one of those players that is never going to be a brilliant, brilliant top, top striker. But I think he'll be a part of some some trophy-lifting time to Arsenal. It could be a League Cup, could be an FA Cup, hopefully a Premier League Champions League. But I just think it's about context. Eddie's not going to be Van Persie or Aubameyang or Thierry Henry. That's not going to happen. He won't lead you to a Premier League title. But that doesn't mean that he can't contribute to a Premier League title. And I think that year on year, he is getting better and better. He will miss some chances. I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with that. He's not that clinical, world-class striker. He will miss some sitters. Cool. So did Theo Walcott. He's still got over 100, 100 goals for Arsenal. So I think that's kind of where I am with Eddie Nketiah. He's not going to be the main man for Arsenal, but I think he's good enough to, 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 to be in the squad and, and, and help us contribute to hopefully getting some success. That's how I, will, I see it. I do also want to say, though, and I and I echo and agree with sort of all the lovely things we've said, um, but I think he's just scored, and so we're kind of feeling the love, nice. right? Um, 
there is still elements of his game that are lacking and there is a certain level we need to hit. And it wasn't that long ago. And I'm talking preseason where he looked very underwhelming in preseason, actually. And I'm talking across most of those games like Barcelona. uh, He had a cameo, but Man United start. So I just just want the reason I want to say that isn't it's not to rain on his parade and and the good moment it's because i don't want us to i I don't want us in a few weeks time when it maybe doesn't go quite right well it's just i don't think i I, I think james is right because i was going to bring it full circle if someone didn't and everyone probably expected me to do it so i'm glad actually james done it but as much as we like that it seems like his mentality is on point as much as we like that he's focused and He's willing to, to, you know, sit on the bench and bide his time. He needs to take his chance. He didn't, in my opinion, last year. Some people think he did, but I think, you know, four and five when Jesus was injured and then zero and four leading to Trossard taking your position and then not starting another one kind of leads me to, to, to say he didn't take his chance like he should have. This year, he's got a chance. But, but, but Turkish, for, for a squad player, that record isn't that bad. For a squad player, that, that record isn't... It, when, when, when you couple up, when, when you couple up the zero in four with the with what I mentioned earlier that when he plays we don't create as many chances. Hence the Everton one 0 Hence mm. the Brentford one one. That's where the the zero in four came during these fixtures. Mm. That that's mm. when that's when it becomes a problem because yeah, four in nine doesn't sound too bad. Four in five is great. Zero in four isn't, especially when you're the team top of the league, known to create a lot of chances. Have a youthful exuberance to you. You'd expect him to. You he, know. He's he, he's limited. He's limited. I think we all agree that he's limited, and I think we all agree that he's not the guy that's going to fire you to a Premier League title. And that's our ambition. No, I, no, I'm no. not. I'm not gassing him up because he scored a goal. I'm just saying, I think we have to be critical when it's fair, and we have to praise him when yeah, he yeah. does well. Which is what we're oh, doing. Oh, I agree. Exactly. Exactly what you say there, Jordan. Is a great point. He's not going to win us the title, right? From from a league. He could do as a squad player, though. There's a difference. And that's what he is. You know what I mean? Like, him coming in for five, six, seven games, scoring the goals, and then Jesus coming back and going, that is what he is. And and if, you know, you need someone like that. You know what I mean? He's not good enough to lead the line week in, week out for Arsenal. But I'll tell you what, he is a good squad player to have because, you know what, he does nick goals. You know, he got criticised a game against Monaco. Who scored? You know what I mean? Like, you know, he does nick goals. So if he if he can do it wise, Jesus is out, and then you know, if he scores another three goals in the next couple of weeks, I'll be pleased. But I'll be more delighted when Jesus is back on in the side, and that's just how it is. But yeah. the, thing, the thing I like about him, Lee, is that if he ever heard or saw what we're kind of all saying here, or if other people said the same thing, I think his mentality would be, I yeah, I can lead the line. Yeah, I can lead us to a title. And, he, and I don't believe that, but I, I love that I think he believes that. You've got to have a special mentality to be a squad player as well. Let me get, get you know what I mean? Like, yes, he, he wasn't happy that he came off, he didn't play against the community. Did he make a difference when he came on? Yes, he did make no, a difference when he came on. Um, and, and so, you know, you can't have, you can't have all... Look, look, at, look at Salah yesterday. Do you think that's a good look? Gets taken off after yeah. whatever... Yeah, that 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 looks at him. Thinking, oh, that ain't very good and all that. You don't see Eddie doing that. You don't see Arsenal players doing that at the moment because there's a different mentality, and you've got to have that. Because I tell you what, Eddie would pull him up on that, whether it's a thing like he did and thing like going, look, you know, count yourself lucky you started, mate. I don't know. You know how I mean? would react to that. Well, <laughs> you know, Eddie I mean, telling him in the cafeteria. You don't see Martin. I, I, I tell you what, I thought Martin Eddie was outstanding the other day. But he didn't. He didn't come off moaning, did he? Comes off giving it a high five and everything like that. It shows you a different mentality. You've got to have a good mentality. And, and I think the whole you know firing us to the title thing is true, but that's not to say he can't be part of. Um, and look, last year if we won the league title. That moment against Man United goes down in history. It's replayed yeah. time and time again. 20, 30, 40 years down the line. Same with Reese Nelson's winner against Bournemouth. So. Even though, okay, you can't fire us to the title as our leading striker, what you can do is play your part. In yeah, exactly that. And that's what I want this season for him. 10 to 15 goals in the Premier League off the bench. 
would 13, be... 13, we can't count it. 15, 15, please. 10 to 14. 10 to 14. Come on, Eddie. Uh, no, 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 10 would be all right, though. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what kind of Arsenal fan are you? Bloody hell. That'd be enough. That'd Think be of enough. the team. Think of the team. Think of our ambitions. 15 goals. That's what we need. Team first, Jordan second. That's how we look at it. I'll give him 20 pounds if we win the league. For sure. But I want to move on to um, Martinelli and Saka now. Reason being because they both pulled that moment of magic. Martinelli with his assist for Eddie Saka with his second goal. Something I want to see a lot more of from Saka. I think he's got that in his locker. We saw it against Ukraine for England. We saw it for Arsenal. A couple to get Man United last year. We've saw it again now against Nottingham Forest. Moments of magic from these two. And I think it's so important that when you look at Man City on Friday night, Harlem, within three, four minutes, when he gets on the end of that, you see six Burnley defenders in the six-yard box and Harland gets on the end of it to put it in the bottom corner. Then he scores another one and you think, well, this guy's picked off where he left off last season. Martinelli and Saka did that same thing against Nottingham Forest. And I think that is very important because as much as we have a debate about do we need another striker because Jesus is out, can Eddie lead the line? Saka, Martinelli, they've got pressure on their young shoulders. They've had it for a long time, but this is the first season they're going in with the fans expecting not only us to challenge and potentially win a Premier League title, but for them to get between 15, 20 goals now. So, um, Jordan, having not heard you in a little while. Mm. Martinelli um, picked up where they left off. For sure, for sure. Um, I, I didn't think Saka was brilliant the whole game, but when you score a goal like that, you're kind of forgiven. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he was as good as Martin. Martinelli was was much more constant um, thorn in the forest side, I thought, than Saka was. Um, but the goal's brilliant. Look, my target for those two guys is 15 goals minimum. I mean, Eddie's is 15 goals maximum. I'll take that. For those guys, that's the minimum. I expect 15 goals at least from those guys. If those guys are going to be the people, the guys that fans tell me are the best in the world, rare, 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 they need to be getting 20 goals a season because that's what Salah gets. That's what Mane was getting. That's what, you know, Mares over the course of a season, the squad, he was touching near those 15 goals. That's what the best, Vinicius Jr., these guys are getting 20, 25 goals a season. And I think those guys can get that. Those guys can get that. So for them to start the season in this vein um, with a, an assist and a goal is a, is a great start. Those two need to be the, t- the two players that every single time we play a team, the opposition are thinking, oh, bloody hell. Some some teams have a, a bad boy winger on one side. So you're saying, give it to the other side. <laughs> We've yeah. got two. We've got we've got both sides covered, so really glad they, they picked up from last season. But they need to be going forward. The two teams that bad up every single team. They need to be our jewels in the crown. That when we go to opposition opposition grounds, they're thinking it's going to be a long day because both sides we can get it from 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 Arsenal. So yeah, great great game from both of them, and a long long may it continue. There was there was a moment in the game. I don't know if you noticed it that uh, Martinelli went on a run. Um, in the second half, uh, and, and Johnson, who's normally a forward, and he went wideish forward, was 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 yeah. tracking, and uh, the, the, the fullback as well. They, they chased him down. They, they got a throw, and, and I, I looked at him. And Martinelli's gone to get the ball, and both of them were on their haunches. <laughs> you know, he was running not one ragged, but two. You know what I mean? Like you know, um, and I just thought, wow. You know that that that's what he was doing in that game. It, it, they was having to work there so hard to just contain him on that day. Like you know, I did think he went run out a little bit of steam in the end, Martin. His first mm. game of the season, but I, I, I was so impressed with his performance that there was another time when he ran the ball out uh, in the first half and, and, and went behind the goal, fell down behind the goal. He got himself up and sprinted back to the halfway line, trying to chase down the fella. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't see other big. Why are players doing that? I think, you know, they, they shrug their shoulders and, you know what I mean, whatever, like, you know. And I, I just think that the work rate of him is so impressive for, for, for a young kid with, with all that ability as well, like, you know, his, his work rate to the team. He's very much a team player, like, you know. And I, I, I like the way, if, if you have a little look at it, he comes inside and all that, like, and builds up plays. He wants the ball all the time. And then you've got Saka, who's... Who does it in a different way? 
Mm. You know, an absolute different way that he does it. But I'll tell you what was great about Saki uh, yesterday, and I watched it on TV. Every time he gets the ball, two players straight on him, straight away, like, you know. The one time that they didn't have to tour him was because they lost they lost possession. Bang, goal. You know what I mean? Like, you know, quality, quality players we've got there. We're, 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 this is a great era to watch these two, you know, two guys, you know, like young, um, positive. They look to do the right things all the time. They seem like lovable characters as well. Like, you know, um, I think we're blessed to have both of them, like, you know, and uh, I wouldn't swap either one. Lee, I think it's the best wide pairing we've had since Lundberg and Perez. Yeah. I think we're going back to Lundberg and Perez. Uh, oh, I can't hear Turkish. It's so just me. Oh, here we oh, go. Again. Um, without yeah. a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Easily. I'd love them to go punch for punch with Salah and Diaz this year. So would I. So I'd would I. See that. That's, so a, would that's I. a tough ask because they're it more is. experienced. They've done it. Okay, Diaz, we've not seen with the injury, I haven't seen as much of him in the Premier League as we might have thought by this point. But similar, yeah. similar combinations, isn't it? You've got Saka that does and and uh, Salah does all the trickery side, and then a little bit more positive, a little bit more stretching, direct, direct yeah, from, from yeah. you know, Diaz and um, and Martinelli. Very, very similar with very um, similar. with a lack of um, kind of natural. Fullback just on the pitch. Timbers a centre back playing left back, and <coughs> Partey's a midfielder playing right back. And they were sort of coming in field a lot and twisting and turning and moving and rotating. The work rate Saka and Martinelli had to show all game just to cover at times, even if it was just to buy the team time to get back. That yeah, they're unbelievable. Do you remember the point where um people thought Arteta didn't like Martinelli? Mm. Yeah, it's mad. I uh, think. I it's just development time. No, 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 no. You, you know, you're right to come in there, but it's just development time. Yeah, they were, they were working on things. I, I think just my final point on this would be that I think it's really important now who the right back is for Arsenal because it's becoming evident and obvious now that Saka's kind of morphing into Robin in terms of when he cuts on his left foot, you can't. He's a problem. When he cuts in on that left foot, he's becoming a problem. He's becoming very, very difficult to stop on when he cuts in. So therefore, we need we need to now not be predictable because teams will start saying, right, you know, when he cuts in, double up. So in that sense, we need to know who the, who's the overlapping right back that Saka has an option. Okay, I can't get the shot off, but I've attracted two players here. But I trust that it's Timber or Tomiyasu or or White on the right hand side that has the time and space to deliver a good a, a good crossing. So I think who the right back is will be, I think, adds to the weaponry of of that particular side. It might be high. I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> we've got Robin, we've got Kaka, we're winning it all, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that one's that one's you can't deny that one. That is a World fair 11. Come on, come on. <laughs> I think he's gonna be better than Robin. <laughs> and then you got me in these clips in the top left corner, and I got and I and, I, and you know drag me down with you. I social team. We're moving into our last, well, we've just moved into the last 15 minutes. Hopefully, people have more than a thousand likes. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show. Um, this will be more of a post-match review show with obviously the predictions at the end moving um, forward into the season. And with Champions League football coming back mid-September, don't forget the draw for that is on the 31st of August. We'll be covering it live right here on AFTV. So make sure you're subscribed with the notification bell on. We'll be doing once a week up until the Champions League fixtures come in, the domestic cup fixtures come in, and then we'll be, um, we'll be either live or pre-record a show after every single fixture Arsenal play this season. So make sure you're locked in right here. Um, Moving into the last 10 minutes, I mean, we've heavily discussed the game. I just want to touch in with you on the whole ticket debacle and what happened at the start of the game, how long it took you to get in the stadium. What's happened over there with the ticket? Is it the whole digital format causing the issue? All, all broke down. It just all stopped. I've never, ever experienced anything like it. I got there and I said, what the hell's going on here? Like, you know, I mean, there was queues out of queues. And um, in the end, uh, like for instance, 
All three he could have gone if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that because what he could have done was just took a screenshot of my ticket on your phone and just shown it and just walked straight in there because that's all I did. Yeah. In the end, they just had to let people in, like, you know. Now, I heard on, on a good authority uh, so, yeah. after the game that that there was no... If, say, like, they didn't do that. At one o'clock, that game was kicking off. They, they could not go any later than one o'clock. It had to be... A, that was it, like. So, if the fans were outside by one o'clock, it was there. Now, I was standing outside. I, I took a photo. It was like... never <coughs> seen anything like it. Within half hour... There was no one there. They, they'd done it really well. But what they'd done was they just said, like, just show your ticket and go in. Just go in, like, you know. So, um, you know, anybody could have got in on that day. It was it was chaos. And the thing is, you know, really, like, the old system, I don't know why, why and and gone. I've got to bring this up because somebody, like, pulled me as I was getting on the train. Oh, Lee, have a word when you're on, on the show for whatever, like, you know. He went into uh, the Arsenal shop about a week ago and bought a card holder for £20. <laughs> and they don't use them no more. Like oh, them. no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's having a go at me about it. He's have all the 20 quid for my card holder and they didn't turn around and say that they were going digital and that is not worth getting it. You know? And I thought, bloody hell, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was more concerned that we can see the goal. But anyway, like, you know, so... Uh, <laughs> So here's a good point, though. You know what I mean? So, so that's further on the train here. I've mentioned it, you know. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't see why. The... Hang, on, sorry, hang on a minute. Who spends £20 in a card holder anyway? Well, I think you get like an Arsenal <laughs> one or whatever, like, you know. Um, you know so, yeah. when, you're, when you're in the Diamond Club, Jordan, you meet people. True, like, true, you, true, you true. Know, true you, know, you get a club holder, like, you know. <laughs> I actually like, don't give you one. Uh, yeah. nice. When you get when you get your, your season ticket, you get a nice card holder with it, like you know what I mean. So, uh, and, and it's it's just something nice to have, you know what I mean? Like the card, you just tap it in and go in. I don't see what the 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 problem is with it. Why why they've had to change it, like you know? And and, and really, one person said to me, it's to do with ticket touting and things like that. Well, the, the ticket touts were there, and also um, my mate tried to get a ticket on the day and was offered a hundred pound for it. Like for a ticket, so it hasn't stopped uh, the touts and it won. So I don't know why they're going to go. You know, and I think it's something to do with the uh, internet um, went down. With I don't know if you've ever yeah, tried yeah. to get on the internet. At the, at the oh, internet. It's shocking. Mm. So I, 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 I think this is going to be a you know a real freaky, a real worry, like you know, because you can't have that every single game. Um, it was absolute chaos out there, like you know, Damn. and. Uh, Lee, you know, times like that, times like that make you, you know, look at the the American system during preseason and the way you just flow straight in and you flow straight out. There's no issues whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, but I'm gonna be, I'm really honest with you now. I think I don't know what it come like over the TV, but I felt it it dampened the atmosphere a little bit. There was yeah, no yeah, one yeah. in the ground, no one. But like, um, I think two ten minutes before kickoff, I think at half past. The ground was empty. There was no one there, like you know. So there wasn't that thing. The first game of the season, everybody gets in a little bit early and everyone's singing the, the atmosphere. It, it's just like you got in and the game kicks off, sort of thing, like. So I, I just felt it was it, it didn't help for the atmosphere of, of, of the game. I didn't think it was a bad atmosphere. Don't get me wrong, but I just felt that there wasn't that buzz of of getting into the ground and for the, for the first game of the season because it it guys, it was a relief. It was a relief that people got in. I think they was relieved that they got in. A couple of my mates didn't get in until five minutes after kickoff. Um, I was fortunate to to get in uh, around about our pass. So, uh, but yeah, not not acceptable. And and uh, you know, like uh, it can't happen again. That can't. I've never seen that a game of uh, yeah. uh, football at Arsenal for a very very long time. <clears throat> A few of my friends mentioned it took a little while to get the energy up, but that's understandable. The frustration of having to queue that way, you know, midday kickoff, first game of the season, everyone's gassed, and then you go there and you see a queue that long. It can kind of dampen that moment until you get in the stadium and then you kind of build that back up. But we got the win. Cool. I can imagine. So I just want to say, I can imagine it's also a little, um, I don't mean, not not like scary or anything, but like 60,000 people of which 40,000 or whatever are still yeah. trying to get into the ground. I can imagine that's quite, and actually it's quite mm. tight, that space around mm -hmm. the Emirates, some bits. I mean, there's some open bits, 
But just for people who maybe don't know it, it, I can imagine as well when we talk about like how people are feeling getting in there, I can imagine people just a bit like, just get me in. Yeah. Like, let's get them off their seats and, and you know, so um, they'll yeah, sort of. That's a great point because uh, I think safety was, could have been an issue. I think there were a few people that did get crushed as well, you know what I mean? So uh, that's a good point. They got there in the end. They got there in the end. And we got the win in the end. And we play Palace next. Now, I know people, the Palace game is still six, seven days away. It's a Monday night fixture in game week two. But we're going to make the predictions now. A lot can happen during now. And that fixture, Timber, we haven't even heard news on how long he's potentially out for yet. We don't even know if Zinchenko's back at this moment in time and how fit he's going to be. But we're still going to do our predictions anyway. Before we do our predictions, let me bring up the prediction table. Little change. We've all got an extra point after predicting a correct win. Now, I do want to raise because I've got a hell of a lot of messages. I've got a hell of a lot of tweets tagging me. I've got a couple of people even in person coming up to me and saying, justice for James. Justice and for James. I've, I've created another table here, just so people know. I, I have created it there. There's, there's, That's there's good of you. With two for James. I'm going to leave it on the one until Lee and Jordan. I don't know if, how you're feeling about this, but sh- I'm completely against it. I don't think he should get the point. <laughs> Listen, if... I, I, I've had all this, James. In fact, we've had old silly Shiroy or Shiroy, whatever he's called. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bloody like, you know, um, on, on, on the blood. The worst, I, now I'm going to say, is the worst lawyer or whatever, defence whatever, that I've ever seen. And now you're coming for his career. Uh, so you're trying to take I, my actually, point. Uh, you know, and you're trying to ruin his career. Uh, well, he, he comes on here as a guest, as a you know, it's just, should, but, but, he's, just you know, he's just a good guy who gives his time to the yeah, podcast. he's a good guy, like you know what I mean, like there was a big screen up. I should bring it up, like you know what I mean, like uh, in the studio on um, on Saturday, it said, Sheroy, move closer to James, you know what I mean, like it's like absolutely <laughs> sickening, like you know. But mm. listen, if he gets the if James would have gone 1 1, right, yeah. And, uh, you know, no, say if he'd have gone 1-1, uh, right, what did you actually go? 3-1. Right, if he'd have gone 1-1, right, he would have took the he'd have took the three points. Mm. Not, not, and then, like, the penalty no, shootout, no. then we go, oh, no, no, you can't have it. So so a draw was never, ever going to um, suffice, was it? So if you actually got a draw, you was never going to win this game. So the, the prediction is... He predicted 3-1. It finished 1-1. How the hell can you think you can get a point? And anybody that, that goes against it, I'm not worried about it. I know what I am. And that's it. Sheroy has spoken. And we have always gone with Sheroy's judgment. No, I'm not, he's listen, the official judge for the Forever on. Arsenal podcast. He, he has fan. represented <laughs> Turkish before. <laughs> he's represented Turkish before. And now he's representing me, and he's always done a great job. So. <laughs> His reputation has gone downhill. No, since I, I just want to say, like, you know, I just want to say, <laughs> what, on this subject, on this subject, this is from Sheroy. Right? Forget about the point that James has got. You should be discussing why hasn't Turkish been docked three points? Like, you know what I mean, like, yeah, that is what his exact words are. You know, oh, wow. for being a serial offender. His own lawyer's turned on him now. Now this is. Now this is. He's a lawyer. I may be a lawyer, but I'm not a miracle man. Is what he said here, like, So, his own lawyer's turned on him. This is fascinating. So basically, not only should I be on two points. But Turkish should be docked for last week. <laughs> that, be docked that is fascinating. Now, shall I be yeah. honest with you guys? Shall I be honest with you guys? Obviously, it would have been docked one point because I didn't miss the whole show. I called and I messaged in between. But listen, I'm, let's not go backwards now. I actually oh, made a table uh, on the last show. I actually made a table with myself having two points. And I put the original one with three points. And to, to my surprise, when I put the one with three points up, none of you have argued it. So that case has been thrown out a long time. I'm I'm a free man on this land. I'm a <laughs> free man on this land. Yeah? Well, you can't bring up old cases and try to drag a man down. What sort of a lawyer have I got? He, he wants more money, this guy. He wants me to stand well, tight. He's been on Rosie, like, you know what I mean? He's been to Italy on James, you know what I mean? This is what I'm hearing. Like, you know? 
<laughs> take anything for a bit of money, this lawyer. Well, I tell you that. You know what I mean? It defend anybody. I'll tell you like that. I mean, like, the fee is right. It defend anybody like that. I just want to say, I just want to say thank you to everyone in the comments section who stood up for me, who defended everyone me pretty page. much. I want to thank Jordan for your very public defence, and I've always preferred you to Curtis. To um, and I just want to thank everyone who has helped get to the right outcome. Um, ah, listen. Something well, listen, uh, yeah. I, 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 you know, Robbie said it's a definite no go. You know. Robbie's got nothing to do with this podcast. <laughs> well, <I know. laughs> oh, there we Robbie, go. Robbie, Whoa, thanks, right. thanks for having me on AFTV. I, I, I appreciate it. I love my job, but um, I, I, I've got to J- scrap for this point. James, I've got to scrap J- for this point. James just said thanks for the memories. It's time to go, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. He said it. Cool, Sheroy. I might need Sheroy one more time when I'm have my job back. Uh, listen, let's put an end to this. There's three panel members to vote. Lee, should James get the extra point? Absolutely not. Jordan, should James get the extra point? Absolutely. All right, it lies with me, and I'm about to delete that second table because we've got the right one up right now. So, so, uh, so Sharoy, <laughs> he touches, he's done it again. So, Sharoy's, so Sharoy, so what Sharoy says goes for all your decisions, but not for mine. To be honest, Sharoy is the judge, jury, I'm the executioner. Yeah, yeah. And just, I just want to make one point, right? Jesus. One point now, I really want to make. It's very, very serious. Right, one point. Go on, very, you make it serious. now. Make, make yeah, that point. Make I'm going to make it now. Make that point now, Lee. Go on, what is I it? I prefer Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> what am I catching straight? Outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. I know Curtis would have, would have gone with us because you know where he's a proper man. <laughs> for, for, for once, I'm not involved in the controversy and I'm getting dragged in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Sorry, uh, James. We still got right. comments of the day to do as well. So let's let's all, all I know, Jordan, is uh I owe some winnings and uh wild. <laughs> I'm gonna see you today, my guy. I'll take that as a threat. Mm. No, <laughs> It won't be sure, right? It won't be my lawyer out call. It's, strict, it's stricto next. It's security. I'm calling. Stricto <laughs> loves me. And by the way, stricto knows that I was robbed too. I know he knows it. Unity and stricto, they're on the payroll. So Lee's on my Lee was Lee was on the watch along, saying I got robbed. Yeah, Lee Gooner. He's another one that's gone. But he's, he, I, I gotta say, um... he's another one that's gone. <laughs> and, and, and some of his views, I can understand now why. Like, you know what I mean? Like ridiculous. I told him so. I actually told him so when I was about when I was about hundred yards away. I told him. Like, hey Lee, <laughs> come on, let's get predictions. Uh, predictions. Palace Monday night fixture. <clears throat> I'm still bottom then. You are three one Arsenal. Um. Oh wait 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 wait. <coughs> 3-1 Arsenal. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. And James? I actually agree with that, but I'll, I'll tweak it and go with 2-1 Arsenal. 2-1. Jordan? 1-0 Arsenal. 1-0 and Lee judges. 2-0 then. I'll go get it. 2-0. You go 2-1, James? Yeah. yeah, I think, I think, yeah, 2 0. I'll go 2 0, same as last year. So, just to round it off for the people listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms, because we are available in a podcast format, people. Crystal Palace away. I've gone for a 2 1 Arsenal win. James has gone, no, sorry. I've gone for a 3 1 Arsenal win. James has gone 2 1 Arsenal. Jordan's gone 1 0. And Lee has gone 2 0. I'm currently top of the leaderboard, four points. James, Jordan, and Lee have all got That's one. That's your fault, Lee, by the way. <laughs> James Jordan and me have all got one each and we keep it moving we'll see what happens against Palace. we're all going for the W let us know your predictions in the comments below thoughts lineups what you want to see and what you thought of the game against Forest um, and we're going to end before we end it's comments of the day have everyone got a comment ready oh, I have yeah. yes 
I, I haven't got a comment, but I just think it's interesting that the whole jury be in the comments were in favour of James getting his point. Like, literally oh, the entire... The entire it was everyone, Lee. But Lee, you know what? It's fine, Lee. It's fine. So just know, when we finish level on points again, just know I was robbed. Yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, going into the comment today, this is like, Lee knows that last season he was a disgrace that he let James get near him in the league. So he wants a big gap, so James, for taking that point means everything. I've got one here around the same subject. Jack says, James trying to hold his own against Lee and Turkish gives me Rob Holden against Haaland vibes. Wow. James, James to get booked halfway through the next podcast. <laughs> I, that was one of mine. Um, yeah. I thought that was harsh. I thought I did it. <laughs> all I'll say is I took it to the second leg. <laughs> yeah, know. he did. He did. Um, that was mine as well. I'm just trying to see if there was another one. Uh, Lee and Turkish splitting their winnings on horses and bandit masks. They robbed poor James in daylight without a care. I'll show you that one. But, but seriously, though, if, if you know what I mean. Can't be bothered, Lee. You have, you have, you have you the way you do it then, didn't you? Like, you know what I mean? So, if, if, if you feel better, if you feel okay, you don't even need I'm very happy. If you're happy, if you're happy being this guy, that's fine. If you know, if, if this is who you want to be, that's okay. Evil, evil man. But we <laughs> the Voldemort Harry stuff was looking quite accurate, man. I said, wow, yeah, I, I, I see those ones as well, like you know what I mean. So uh, I'm not happy because that Harry Potter normally always wins. So, so I'm not. Happy <laughs> about it, like, this is the mean. ultimate reality where you can win, Lee. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, Lee, James, pleasure as always, and it, it it really always is after a win, especially. So hopefully we're. You know, talking the same after Palace, all smiles, and we're discussing another three points because it is the first away fixture of the season, and it, and it's a difficult one. I'm sure they'll make it difficult for us, so mm. we'll see how that one goes. Hit the like button, people. Let's get to a thousand likes. Leave your comments in the comment section below. We'll go through them as always and pick out comments of the day for the next show. You've seen the prediction table. Make sure you're subscribed. Put the notification bell on, and love for the love, people. We're at. Right, see you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.